Hello and welcome to the Citizen Femme podcast, the show where we learn about the journeys of 12 inspiring women. And as we venture fully out of COVID restrictions, we speak to Margot Moroni of the Organic Pharmacy. Who better than to guide us on health and well-being at this time of year and moving forward into 2022? Welcome, Margot. I'm really excited to have you join us. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Gosh, thank you so much, Sheena. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my name is Margaret Moroni, and I am the co-founder of The Organic Pharmacy. I love The Organic Pharmacy, so I cannot wait to hear all about the story and the journey. But we're going to go right back to the beginning to start off with. When you were a child, <laughs> what did you dream of becoming? Was it always lotions and potions concocting in the garden from an early age? Did it all start off like that? Oh, wow. Gosh, that was a long time ago. Um, I was born in Iran uh, and grew up there till I was 10 years old. Um, And as a child, I used to visit the local apothecary, which actually was a a market um, with my mum and my grandma. And I used to watch the colourful bags of herbs that just fascinated me every time I went. Um, And I would used used to watch the apothecary blend them. Like my mum would say, um, you know, we need something for a dry cough. And he would just go into four or five bags and mix everything up in a bag and give it to her. And she used to come home and then mix it up for us. Um, And then she used to let me play with it as well. So she used to give me some herbs and um, I used to make up my own little things. So I guess in answer to your question, yes, um, I was making lotions and potions from an early age, not even knowing it. Um, And I just loved it so much. That's brilliant. I have this wonderful visual of um, being originally Indian, you get these markets with these gorgeous colors and all these original spices and ingredients. And that's what you use to f- remedy any issues. Absolutely, Sheena. And it still takes me back. Um, you know, every time I visit um, a, a country where, you know, I, I'm, I can see those beautiful markets and the spices and the herbs, it just takes me back. Um, and it's wonderful to see now all those years later that, you know, we're still using things like turmeric and ginger and we're realizing the science behind these, you know, really quite basic ingredients and and their value, you know, things that the spices that are in our cupboards, rosemary, thyme, cinnamon, these are all such valuable health tools um, and we just need to get to know them again. Absolutely. So was it this that sparked your interest in health and wellness or was there something else along the way? Um, actually, it was when I was 15, um, I got my first job um, as a Saturday girl in my local pharmacy. Um, and I used to stand there watching the pharmacist in his white coat, making up all the potions and lotions. Um, and in those days, we're talking a really long time ago, so 35 years ago, the walls were filled with brown bottles with these exotic Latin names. And I used to stand there wondering, what each one of them did. Um, And I used to watch the pharmacist as the prescriptions came in, blending, you know, picking up the different bottles and blending them up. And I used to say to him, you know, what does that one do? What does that one do? And I used to literally daydream watching these bottles. So, you know, I wonder what Belladonna does and I wonder what Ipecac does. Um, Because, you know, in those days, that's what we used to use to treat coughs and tonics. These were like a normal part of... um, of of well-being back then things have changed since then but that's really when my first um interest in well-being came about okay and then you went on to study pharmacy at king's college i did i did um i really he really inspired me and i used to watch him 
um, helps so many people every day. Uh, it's, it's that sort of community feeling where people used to come in and ask him, you know, what can I do for this? What can I do for that? And I just loved watching that. Um, and so I, I went and studied in um, King's College um, and specialized in something called pharmacognosy, which is actually the study of herbal medicine. In pharmacy, you can choose to specialize in something, and, and that's what my speciality was, which was fantastic because it meant that I learned the science behind every herb, as well as the causes and symptoms of disease. My gosh, that's fascinating. I didn't, I have to be honest, I didn't know that existed, but that makes so much sense because you've got the the understanding from the pharmacy, the conventional medicines, but then you've got the herbs and the natural remedies and actually learning about that properly is brilliant. Uh, it was brilliant. It really, really was. Um, you know, I, I sort of felt that as a pharmacist um, practicing conventional medicine, I always felt that something was missing for me. Um, and I always turned to nature. So wherever I had the opportunity, I used to dispense from um, the herbal cough mixtures and the essential oils and the flower essences. Uh, and it was really when I discovered Dr. Batch of the famous Batch flower remedies and, of course, of the famous rescue remedy. Um, he wrote a book called Heal Thyself. Um, and that really just transformed my, my mind into thinking, well, okay, there's another... There's another cause of disease that, uh, you know, we were always taught in pharmacy, there's a sim there's a cause and a um, remedy and, and you treat the symptoms. Whereas he talked about actually uh, all disease starts in the mind with our thoughts and emotions. And that was something that, that you know, I wasn't taught as a pharmacist. So I almost had to relearn that. And it was it was fascinating because that's what really led me to homeopathy and the major shift from conventional medicine to natural remedies. I don't think that's a lesson that we're taught generally as human beings. It's We're such a culture of just fixing with medicine. It's so true, Sheena. It's, it's what we're taught. We're taught like if you have a headache, you take a pill. Um, if you've got something, you just take a pill. Whereas that's not how it works. It's, it's what you eat. It's what you think. It's how you take care of your body. It's, it's what movement do you do? It just all comes together. And I think maybe even this, this sort of period of COVID time has really taught us maybe to change the way we think potentially. But, and it's a, it's a very interesting, fascinating thing because everything does start with our thoughts. And that's something that I've learned over the years. Yeah, and I hope that's certainly something that people have thought about during the last two years and they take moving forward. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, probably explaining it in, in a more simpler way, you know, we all know what stress is um, and we know what a hugely detrimental effect it has on our bodies. So, you know, stress is a form of, of um, thinking. It's a form of uh, putting our body under uh, mental pressure. And, um, and it's great that we now recognize that as a source of disease. So, Coming to the organic pharmacy, was organic skincare a hard concept to sell when you first started out? I think you opened your first store in London in 2002. I did, Sheena, and I'm laughing because <laughs> everyone thought I was crazy. Um, you know, 20 years ago, there really wasn't any organic skincare. And for me, it wasn't necessarily about organic skincare. For me, it was I didn't want to use anything on my skin or on my um, children 
that had ingredients that were not healthy. Um, and I really was very, very passionate about organic farming. You know, I, I ate organic food, even though back then it was virtually impossible to find. Um, because I also understood that pesticides, herbicides, fungicides were really poisons. Um, they were not good for us as human beings. Um, and they weren't good for the planet in every sense. So for me, that was sort of a driving passion. And so organic skincare not only represented that whole idea of putting less toxins into our body and into our planet, which makes everyone healthier, but also the fact that actually working with natural ingredients, I saw that the skin just transformed and became healthier. And I thought, wow, this is really, really incredible. Why aren't more brands doing this? And why don't people know about this? So in answer to your question, it was a really hard concept to sell, mainly because um, organic skincare until then, what, what was available wasn't really that great. It didn't have nice textures. It didn't have nice smells. It didn't work. Um, and I really wanted to change that because I was the client. You know, I, I, I'm a really, really um, tough uh, customer. And so, you know, if if I didn't like it, then why would I? I do apologize. Um, you know, if, if I didn't like it, then why would I supply it to anyone else? So really, that was the thing that, that drove me. Um, and it took a long time to convince people that organic skincare was was something that was amazing. But what was really interesting is as soon as they started using it, it transformed their skin. And, and that was really satisfying to see. That's brilliant. And um, 20 years ago. So it's obviously doing something very right to be hanging in there incredibly strong 20 years later. You certainly fit a gap in the industry. Ah, oh, thank you. Well, it's it's really, really beautiful to see the industry changed. Um, and I think that's that's one of the things that is also really satisfying for me is to see that actually now clean is, is, a, is a universal term. A lot of brands have removed these toxic ingredients from their, their products um, and that people are seeing what a difference it can make. So I'm, I'm, I'm just thrilled. So what do you see the future of clean and green beauty then? Um, well, I hope that it will continue to grow. I think that once you know, you can't unknow. Um, and I think that once you, you understand what you're putting on your skin is, is just as important as what you're putting in your body, um, I think that the industry can only grow and the more people become aware of it and see the benefits. You know, putting great, natural, beautiful, organic ingredients on your skin really does make a difference to how it looks and feels. So I think that it will continue to grow um, and hopefully become mainstream. I really hope so. I mean, it obviously makes a really big difference. Tell me what your favorite products are. Do you have three particular, as the customer you said yourself and, you know, your skin woes, do you have particular beauty heroes or products that you always turn to from your own range? I do. I, I mean, I love so, I love all of them, but the, the three that I really can't live without, um, I have to say is obviously carrot butter cleanser. Um, that was one of the first things that I made. Um, and it still is the most beautiful, most gorgeous cleanser to use. Um, the second one is the antioxidant duo. Uh, and again, I formulated these, you know, really, really long time ago, 
20 years ago. And they're still our best sellers because they work and because they make the skin feel so great. So the antioxidant duo is like a serum duo that you use morning and evening. Um, and the ingredients are just incredible, like vitamin C, all the diff these different herbs and rosehip and carrot, full of, full of antioxidants. And then if I had to choose one, um, I would say I'm going to choose one for my body, which is the, um, this, is, is this is a fairly new one, which is the um, Advanced Retinoid Body Oil. Um, and sometimes I even surprise myself. This one's, this one's a keeper. <laughs> this one's a keeper. I, I, you know, when, when, when we formulated it and, and launched it and I used it, you know, before it launched, I was like, oh, my God. This is incredible. So those are my top three. What advice would you give to someone who's seeking to improve their health or their skincare regime? Um, honestly, I'd say just look at everything that's going on. It can be a little bit overwhelming, but number one is always food. So it's really, really important to, to look at, you know, ingredients, what you're choosing, what you're eating, um, and making sure that the basic foundation of health is there. So, so there's, there's loads and loads of information about what you should cut out and what you shouldn't, but changing those habits is really important. Um, sleep is another really, really important thing. Our immune systems uh, are boosted whilst we sleep. So really looking at that, if you're having problems sleeping, you know, maybe take some magnesium or, um, you know, find some herbal uh, remedies to help with that. Um, and then the final one is, you know, changing your regime into um, something that is, is natural and organic is, is always a great help. Um, and again, that can be quite overwhelming for people because already if you change your food and sleep, your skin will start to glow. But really organic skincare does make a difference. So I'd say just start with a few um, products, introducing them into your skincare um, and just see what difference it makes. And then once you're confident with that, you can then look at other things. So it really is a is a um, a combination of things that um, help. And also, of course, reducing stress. So doing things like yoga or deep breathing or even something as simple as walking in the park enormously reduces stress and in itself is a form of meditation. So, so those are things that I'd say start and, and just go with that and see how it goes. Yeah, I guess the importance of, you know, taking care of yourself, me time, sleep, walking, simple things like that, which have such a big difference on your lifestyle. Completely, Sheena. And, and, and you as a, as a new mum will, will understand that more than anyone else. Um, so it's, it's really, really important to, to take time, no matter how busy you are, and say, actually, no, I need this time for me. And whether that involves a face mask or, you know, I always think of my skincare routine as self-care. It's me taking care of me and showing myself love. Um, and, you know, that wasn't always easy to do. Uh, you know, I was a, I, I was a mom, I was a, a running a business, running around. And the last person on your list is yourself. So I encourage yes. all the women out there, put yourself at the top of your list. Gosh, and you said saying no, the power of saying no, that's a whole podcast in itself. Absolutely, Sheena. That, that took me a good 20 years to... <laughs> to master <laughs> so your career is really impressive it's really far-reaching and you've had 
I mean, I know you studied pharmacy and we've got the organic uh, pharmacy, but your job titles have spanned from homeopath to pharmacist to shaman to, to yogi. It's really well-rounded. Is there one role that you've prized above all the others? Gosh, thank you so much. Um, honestly, I think each role had its own pivoting moment for me. Um, and each one led me to to grow to the next one. So, you know, as a pharmacist, I learned so much uh, about health and well-being and, and herbs and the science. That led me on to homeopathy, which was the, the, the one that really transformed my life. Um, and then, of course, years and years and years later as a yogi and then a shaman, I, I have to say that the greatest one was probably the, the most life-changing for me was becoming a homeopath. Um, and, and then the second most life-changing was was um, studying to be a shaman. Those two were probably the most transforming for me. Really interesting. And no doubt all kind of fed really well into the organic pharmacy and developing, de- developing rather that lifestyle. Uh, absolutely, Sheena. You know, I never looked at it like that. But, it, you know, recently I looked back and I thought, you know, Pharmacy taught me so much. It taught me formulation. It taught me, you know, how to how to understand the science and really make it solid. Um, and homeopathy was was the the bringing in the mind body connection, which really really um, changed the way that we could help people and to create the organic pharmacy. Um, and and now you know bringing in the the spirit and the mind uh, as a shaman is so important. And I think as a yogi, we're, we're all understanding that the importance of meditation and movement as part of our well-being. So each one was just a gem um, that I'm incredibly grateful for. You sold the organic form pharmacy a few years ago, and now you're back again. Why did you sell it? And what made you come back? I felt like it was the, the right time to, to, to sell. Um, and I really wanted to find a uh, uh, someone who could love it and take care of it and make it more accessible to to more people um and it just it, i just knew it was the right time so um luckily uh, i found a really beautiful um italian family called the ganassinis um and they are such a joy to work with they really um have such high standards and high um uh, a bar that I just feel completely safe that it's in the right hands and it will continue to to help more and more and more and more people. Following the sale of the organic pharmacy, you then started a jewellery company with your daughter, House of Roxy, and Charlie and Co Naturals, a pet grooming collection. These are very different directions. Tell me about those decisions. <laughs> well, it's funny because um, House of Roxy really is um, a spiritual brand. So even though there's jewellery in there, um, the jewellery is very shamanic. So it's power symbols, power gems, the, the power of like, you know wearing amulets as protection. Um, there's also all the sort of sage and Palo Santo and crystals. So it's sort of an extension of my shamanic side. Um, and Roxy, who is my daughter, is um, really so incredibly intuitive um, and has inherited all of the shamanic side. So, you know, the, the power of the mind and manifestation and, you know, creating the life that you want, that's really what it does. And it very much is mind, body, spirit. 
And then, of course, um, Charlie and Co. Um, is is a um, beautiful, beautiful journey between myself and my dear friend Shireen, whose dog Charlie had terrible skin ailments. Um, and Shireen asked me if I would create a shampoo for Charlie years and years and years ago. So I literally used to to, to make this shampoo for Char for Charlie and Shireen that completely helped with her um, skin. And um, and so afterwards, we we talked about it and we thought, well, so many people are asking us for this shampoo for their dogs who also are suffering. Because don't forget, dogs are also exposed to, to really harsh uh, shampoos and ingredients. And, uh, and I can't tell you how many emails I've had from happy dog owners who are loving their shampoo um, that has completely cleared their poor dog's um, skin. So really, and of course, dogs are just such a joy and they bring so much joy to everyone. So it really, although it's a different direction, it's not really, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. I absolutely get it. I think that's important and they're family members. So it's it's vital to take care of them as well. Uh, absolutely. They, they're more than family because, you know, they... They bring you so much joy. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, it, it was a very, very natural flow. What's next for the organic pharmacy? Gosh, so many exciting things. So we are relocating our King's, Kings Road store um, end of next month. Um, it's moving to a gorgeous, gorgeous new location, which is just off Sloan Square, uh, Cadogan Gardens. And um, it is going to be so beautiful with, with gorgeous, um, incredible new treatments and new healing journeys um, and so many just beautiful workshops and talks and, you know, everything that um, I've been wanting to do for the past 20 years. Um, so that's that's the, the sort of biggest project that I'm working on now. Um, uh, and also lots of other exciting things coming along. So it's it's really, really great. So watch the space for the organic pharmacy. That's wonderful. I can't wait to see. Well, I can't wait to invite you down and, and get you to try some of our incredible new treatments. What is your favorite treatment there? What's the one that you go back to again and again? Um I would have to say the rose crystal facial, the 90 minute one, um, when you go and have that, you are transported into another realm um, because it's it's so much more than a facial. It's it's almost like a whole body experience. You know, you get your hands massaged, your arms and legs and feet massaged and these beautiful rose crystals that just lift and and, and get rid of puffiness and it's just such a beautiful 90 minutes. Um, and I think that's that's the one that I always go back to over and over again. And if you haven't had an organic pharmacy facial, then that's the one I recommend you start with. Brilliant. And I would just love to know, I know you're from Iran and, you know, you spoke at the beginning about uh, the apothecary and all the herbs and, you know, putting those together to concoct these incredible formulas to cure where in the world would you travel to or do you find does this kind of wellness really well? Oh, my gosh, that's such an interesting, um, interesting question. So I've been to quite a few places. Obviously, my go to is the um, all the six senses locations. Um, you know, I started working with um, uh, the um, head of spa uh, there. 
Anna, Anna Bjorstrom, who is, is an incredible woman, years and years and years ago. And she has created such a beautiful wellness program in the six senses. And it's just grown and developed over the years. So it's interesting because we caught up uh, last year and she was like, yeah, I'm, 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 I've studied to be a shaman. So she's also become a shaman and introduced all of these beautiful treatments into the six senses space. So um, I think that it, it would have to be any of those locations where, you know, you can do yoga, you can eat well, you can have these incredible treatments. And every so often she'll bring um, shamans down there to, to do energy cleansing. And, and I just love that. I love it so much. Brilliant. My final question for you, Margot. What's the best advice, beauty or otherwise, that you've ever been given? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, I think for, for beauty, um, the best advice uh, that I've been given is, is um, face yoga, which is something that I've recently learned. Um, and the difference is incredible because although we exercise our bodies, we don't exercise our face. Um, and I've sort of developed my own little version of doing a facial massage, you know, with with lifting and sculpting along with uh, the facial yoga. And I have to say, wow, it's life changing, especially when you're sort of around the menopausal age. So I'm teaching it to my daughter and I'm saying, listen, do this um, and, you know, you'll you'll look your face will literally look incredible. Um as you get older. So I, I'd say if, if any of you ladies haven't tried face yoga or facial massage, just, you know, give it a go and, and just um, give yourself that time and that space to, to again, I, I look at it as a form of self, self-care. Thank you so much, Margot. That is superb. Great advice. I can't wait to try the facial and all those products. And I urge us all to take really good care of ourselves. I think it's vital um, moving forward for, for our inner health, our mental health, for all of our health overall. Oh, thank you so much, Sheena, for having me. I've loved every minute of it. And, and um, I hope that, that this will help um, everyone who's listening to, to, to even take small steps. Definitely, small steps. Where can we follow you on social media? So um, um, my personal one is at Marga Marone. Um, there's, of course, the Organic Pharmacy, which is at the Organic Pharmacy. And we've got um, at House of Roxy, which is at House of Roxy London, sorry. Um, and finally, for any dog lovers out there, it is at Charlie Naturals. Margot, thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Sheena. The pleasure's been all mine. And thank you for listening. I do hope you've enjoyed these episodes. Please do rate and review us. Catch you next time.